Welcome everyone to Dropped Again. I'm Arslan Kadir and I have with me Shahid Kishvani. And Shady, I mean, it always surprises me when you jump on this because you're always either not wearing anything or wearing a tank top. But this go around, you're wearing a wool flannel. I mean, nobody can see this, but we might have to post a picture on our social media. You might have to post it on your social media in terms of what you're wearing. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. First of all, if you want to post any of my pictures, it's going to cost a little bit of money. If you didn't know, uh, in, in case you didn't know, you know, <laughs> the, the, the standards are raising. Um, no, it's uh, it's actually a, a little bit of a rainy, colder day today in, in Seattle. And um, like people think, oh, you're in Seattle, it rains all day. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's like a little drizzly or whatever. And, and the weather is, for the most part, fantastic. But today, um, it is a little bit chilly, so I decided to put on my flannel thing. And since I've been in Seattle, you know, the fashion here is like, you know, very hippie. And, and, and so I thought I'd, I'd, I thought I'd jump on the, the bandwagon here, went to, uh, went to do a little shopping and, um, was it, a, we go. did you go to a thrift shop? Listen, I'm kind of had to resort to the thrift shop uh, <laughs> nowadays, you know, the side. Salary is not doing what it used to, so uh, yeah, no big deal. Well, I only say that because Macklemore is from Seattle, I'm pretty sure, so yeah, uh, no, it only makes sense. Yeah, that's the style. Trust me, my boy. Shout out to my boy Nitish Kumar, uh, <laughs> always, <laughs> always chirping me and keeping me on point with my fashion, even though I'm almost forty years old. It's uh, age is a mindset, uh, and fashion is confidence. So there you go, buddy. Uh, with that, we. We decided to take a step back and have another conversation. There's a lot going on. Um, we've got a couple of guests lined up. Do we want to disclose why it's just you and I today, or do we want to leave that for another time? No, well, I'm still buzzing off the, the Harmeet Singh interview. Like, I, I didn't get to say much, so I was just there <laughs> listening, like, kind of in awe. Like, I mean, you talk about, like, the sacrifices, and I thought I knew the sacrifices he made just relative to, like, his time in America. But like you hear the stuff, you know, from India and, and, and the travel and, you know, that's that's kind of how it is for a lot of the guys. Like he mentioned a lot of guys, uh, a lot of big names there. And, and um, you know, it's it's kind of crazy that those stories transitioned into, you know, the IPL auction, which was a few days later. And, and I'm kind of still buzzing off that. And, uh, you know, it's it's just it's just an amazing opportunity for for cricketers. Like, you know, we talk about obviously my time, your time playing. You know, there was no, no opportunities like that to go any further than, uh, than playing for your, for your country. Um, so, you know, uh, it's, it's an amazing thing. And yeah, I'm, I'm still buzzing from that interview. And I think one of the things is we didn't really talk about our interview with him, but one of the reasons, well, the main reason he didn't really get a chance in the IPL was because of the controversy around some of the spot fixing that he had no part to do. He had no part in that, um, the Srisanth incident and, and all that stuff. And, you know, he still has such a positive outlook on his career and life. Yes, he has yeah. some uh, pro- regrets might not be the right term, 
but he feels he should have gotten more of a chance, especially at the Mumbai in the first class circuit. But at the end of it, he's taking it in stride and being real positive. And I think if he had a chance to play the IPL, we might not have seen him see him in in the u.s and everything works out and the u.s u.s cricket i'm sure is is pretty happy that <laughs> unfortunately it didn't work out for her meet singh yeah 100 percent. like he will be the spinner for the u.s national team as soon as he's he's eligible he's he's unbelievable he dominates all the the major u.s tournaments uh which are you know if you guys if most listeners follow there it's those are basically like cpl tournaments that, uh, in terms of standard there's guys from everywhere and then he dominates. He's the highest wicket taker. And so, yes, he will be the next uh, U.S. spinner. And um, it's kind of interesting to hear, you know, and, and to know that there are a lot of these guys who are going to qualify uh, and be eligible for the U.S. And, uh, you know, the competition and, and, and the level. Now you're talking, you know, how hard is it to make the U.S. national team? Uh, <laughs> I would say really tough. Really and I was going to ask you about that because, you know, you're in the U.S. right now. Um what is the sentiment amongst people there that you know in a year's time two years time the pool of cricketers that are going to be eligible to play for canada the depth of that is going to be far above the depth that it is now so what is the sentiment in us that you know all these guys the 15 to 25 guys that helped us get to odi status helped us get to this level a lot of them might not be around to see the fruition of getting to a World Cup, um, yep. you know, maintaining ODI status for a long time. Who knows? Possibly getting test status, but again, I don't think that's the, that's the goal over there. But again, who knows what what the level can be? And so, what is the sentiment around all that for some of the U.S. cricketers? Yeah, um, and yeah, just to correct you, you you, you mentioned Canada in there, and, and you should have said U.S. So this is a that's US what I meant. Thing. That's yeah, what I meant. No, one hundred percent. I don't think Canada and. ODI is in the same box yet. <laughs> Hopefully it changes, but no, to your point, um, I think the, you know, this is high level sport, right? Like there's going to be guys coming up, uh, always looking to, to take your spot or, or the spot in a national team. Um, you know, if you saw the, the Academy systems um, out here and, and, and the level of, of some of the juniors who are knocking on the door and we saw some of the under 19s, get an opportunity uh, for the U S national team against Ireland, which um, came with a lot of controversy. Like, I mean, if you talk to some of the, the U S guys who have been, you know, busting their ass in, in, in tournaments and, 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 and so, so forth. And like being on this ride for a long time, I'm sure they weren't happy to see another 19 kid just kind of get in and get a chance uh, to get a national cap. I, for one, um, you know, wasn't a fan of it. I, I think like, you know, great initiative, like, okay, amazing. You know, you get one of the guys in the squad. I know that they had to come in because of COVID. So if it was a COVID thing and whatever, and it was just a last resort, then I, you know, I apologize for that, but you know, I'm sure there were guys chomping at the bit to jump in there and just to, just to run water, run drinks. And, and some of these under 19 guys actually got in the 11. So yes, yeah, great for exposure and, and, and all that, but uh, you know, they're hopefully going right back down to, you know, their own, sort of under 19 setup and, and, and junior setup uh, to make sure that they're performing and they're getting big numbers to, to get another call up. So, you know, to your point, I think the, the, you know, the standards are definitely going up and the competition level is definitely going up. Like you see uh, a lot of the guys who I work with here in the U S uh, online with their training, strength and conditioning stuff. And um, you know, some of them are in India, some of them, you know, go and play here and there and they, they really, focused on cricket because of the scope man there's 
minor league is, is, is considered, you know, a pro league out here uh, or semi-pro league out here. Sorry. And then, um, you know, without jumping topics here, we, we can't ignore the announce the announcements of what is it like three or four major league cricket stadiums across America that have been green lighted and, and, and are good to go. And you can't argue and you can't, uh, you can't ignore the scope of cricket in the U S you know, you say that and the stadiums sound great. Look, in coming back to Canada, there have been, you know, announcements of stadiums in the past. Now, I know in the U.S. there's an obvious investment on cricket, right? You talk about the people that are involved with Major League Cricket. You got the likes of Facebook, Google, um, every, you know, Silicon Valley is invested. Yeah. With that being said, however, if you watch some of this minor league cricket, there is a discrepancy in terms of level of talent you watch some of the games and you're like oh that looks like you know first or second division cricket it's not first grade cricket then you watch some others and you're like oh this is really high caliber cricket so and i'm asking you the question in your opinion is that gap closing where a lot more of the cricket that we're going to see moving forward is going to be of higher caliber or just because it's so big there's so many teams that there are going to be those games where some are just lower standard than, than others? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say that, you know, in this upcoming minor league, you'll, you'll probably see a little bit of both. I mean, that's subjective, right? Some people out here in the U.S., maybe they haven't seen what first grade cricket is like internationally, and they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing, and it's about building a brand. Um, on the other side, I think last year was a, was, was a, was a COVID, you know, a COVID special minor league. It was, it was last minute sort of thing. A lot of the teams like come, like I come to know this now, a lot of the teams really weren't, you know, prepared. Um, it was a last minute thing. Okay. Let's get our guys together. And it's, and it's predominantly made up of your top sort of club cricketers in, in and around your city or franchise. And and then there's these marquee wild card guys who come from everywhere. Like Robin Powell was in there and Unmukchan and et cetera. And listen, th- this year it's different. Like, uh, a lot of these minor league teams are putting in a lot of work, uh, even from now, to identify the talent. Uh, I think they're they're creating opportunities for players to come out uh, and showcase that talent, and then they're trying to narrow down their their standards. I think what they identified last year was, look, if you're not fit enough, if you can't field, you know, you're going to be exposed right away, regardless if you can, you know, bowl or bat uh, with a special talent. I think you know that's where it is, and and you know from my standpoint i know i'll speak for you as well like we could we can we can kind of see it as being like an american or canadian consumer right so like you know i watch football we just watched the super bowl uh you know we watch basketball hockey you you see athletes right like you, like they're fit they look especially football and stuff like they're all fit um and so you know if you're if you're trying to sell a product um you know that's that's sport related in america you're going to want to have like athletes. And so Absolutely. those who are, who are working on that, you know, off the field and it's a very personal thing, right? So to, to all the listeners here, you know, us guys, like there's guys who are working their asses off and they're talented. So you're no different, right? Like, it's not like the old days where, you know, you're going to just dominate in your own little region and, and, and make the U S team and it's going to be great. And, 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 you know, no, not knocking those guys, but, there's a lot of talent out here and there's a lot of guys who can kind of see the, the scope of it. And, and um, you know, I hope that uh, this year's minor league will provide a little bit more 
quality standards. I think facilities you'll notice will be uh, better um, because the, the preparation is better this time around. I guess going off that point, it's it's not easy to put a tournament like that together, especially during COVID. But with that being said, I think it was a it was a fantastic job by the organizers to put something like that together. And 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 really, it was you can watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on Willow. It was everywhere yeah. to be seen, and that gets kids excited to say, "Hey, I could I could be on TV one day. I could play cricket on TV one day. Um, I could play cricket on YouTube one day." Yeah. So it it gets kids excited, but it is also giving people the opportunity to now understand what it takes to be a professional cricketer and gives them that option to be a professional cricketer. I mean, for some of their kids, their mom and their parents still, their mom and moms and dads still want them to be, uh, you know, engineer, doctor, lawyer. But now there's a fourth option of, uh, of a professional cricketer, which I think is, is something that hasn't been around ever for North American kids. Yeah. Like, you can throw in like ninja code master in there as well and <laughs> computer program master in there as well like it's crazy some of the the new uh, eras of, of technology and, and, and what's uh, important so they're especially they you know they're adding they're adding to the to the doctors so i think there's be less doctors and lawyers actually and more uh, more coders and hackers Spe- um speaking of yeah. which did you see the latest announcement from cricket canada there with a new sponsor on board oh no i didn't it's uh, it's an esports gaming company that has decided to sponsor Cricket Canada for this upcoming tournament, uh, based out of Dubai. Oh. So uh, coming full circle there with uh, with the gaming. Wow, that's fantastic! Cause like, there's a little bit of money there. So yeah, I think that's that's awesome. Like, look, I, I think you know, when, when we're a Canadian podcast, we're both Canadians. I I, I really hope that. You know there is a scope for for major league cricket to to sort of branch out a little bit. I think Toronto and Vancouver would be awesome to have franchises. I also think that if major league cricket opened up the rules a little bit to include maybe a few more Canadians, um, you know, there's there's we know like talent in Canada is crazy, right? Like there's really good cricket in in Canada. It's just the, the infrastructure is not quite there, and it hasn't been there for a while. And uh, hopefully that that uh, sponsorship will, will pump up the boys a little bit more and, uh, and, and they qualify for the T20 world cup somehow. I, I, it would be magical for, for Canadians and and for Canada cricket as a whole. And uh, you know, to hear that there's a sponsor on board is great. I hope some of the players will receive some of the benefits of that sponsor. Like when I talk about, when you talk about sacrifice, like Harmeet Singh and, and taking the bus and all that stuff, like these guys, these Canadian guys for years and years and years have, spent gas money and not even got a penny back and 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 i know that for a fact and like hopefully now they're starting to reap the rewards it looks like the boys have uh, a good little bit of culture behind them and and good team culture and uh you know we hope the best for them like honestly i really hope that and 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 hope that major league cricket can open up something for for canadian cricketers because it will improve the overall standard of cricket uh in north america if that's something they're looking to do absolutely and i I think just like you mentioned you know, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, there's opportunities for that Canadian and U.S. market to be tapped into. And I think one of the reasons we've got, I wouldn't say an abundance of talent, but there's a lot of talent around Toronto and Vancouver is because we've got less major cities, right? So really everybody that wants to play cricket is going to, or really wants a significant job, um, is going to come to either Toronto 
Vancouver, yeah, Calgary and Edmonton a little bit, but not as much uh, as Vancouver and Toronto. But with that being said, in the U.S., and we talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, it's you've got a major city in almost every state, and that means you've got cricketers that are of caliber in every single state. And, and yeah. that pool is diminished a little bit, so getting the opportunity to bring them all together, that's going to raise the standard of cricket in the U.S., just yeah. like I think it has in Toronto. Um, I mean, I think that we still have a long way to go, but I think that it's there. And I, I just had one more thing to add. Like, It's actually a knock on, on the U.S. cricket system. Is like, So the club cricket out here is is it's honestly like there's no real they're not going to improve the way they're going so like you have these club team owners and we've seen it in Canada as well and they obviously have some money to throw around and they they end up bringing in guys from all over the US the top guys to come and absolutely destroy the opposition team like you're talking about paying guys coming in to play against a team that you just need one of those guys maybe and like I chirp all the boys who I work with, all the guys, because, you know, I'm just like, dude, like, why don't you go and play for that team? Why don't you go and play for that team? Why don't you go and play for that team? And then that way there'll be some competitive spirit to these games that you're playing. Like, how are you going to improve the standard here? And, you know, it's, yeah, they all have to put food on their table, so I understand. But it's it's one of those things where hopefully they start to put in some rules around that. I think, yeah. uh, you know, right now there's – cricket playing in, in texas and maybe florida and stuff like that so a lot of the the winter-based cities are, are, are not getting to play any cricket so they're indoor and they're training and then they, they sort of the good players are, are getting to fly out and play those games but man the standard there is just like it's like you said it's so it's so spread that you just can't get the the high performance uh or the you know the high performance standards like how you would in in a condensed city like like toronto vancouver and then you know that's why in 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 summertime, like the New York league, I think is, is pretty decent yeah. and, and, you know, but, but they don't have any turf wickets. So it's like, there's such a, a give and take sort of scenario going on. And then, and, and so their minor league system is effectively their, their, I guess, first class system. And, and us is heavily focused on T20. I don't think 50 over is even in their like vocabulary with regards to growing the game here. Um, so you can expect uh, T10 to, to follow suit. I, I would, I would imagine really, really soon. Um, and that's just the lay of the land out here. And, and uh, at least they have identified what they're going to sort of work with and, and promote. And um, T20, I think, can be pretty cool to the, to the average American once they, they kind of get the hang of it. And, and the way they're marketing it and the way they're promoting it is great. Um, but the, for the youngsters, you know, you, like I, as a youngster for me, like we, we looked up to the cricketers. Like those are the mentors, right? So uh, it's cool that they're starting to brand some of these guys like Onmok Chan and you know, he's just the first one that comes to mind because they're really marketing him here. And a lot of these kids are, are aspiring to be like him, especially on the West Coast, um, you know, uh, of cricket. And so, like you said, there's scope, you know, you, you watch on TV, you want to play on TV, then, you know, start working hard and, and, and doing the right things and try to challenge yourself accordingly so you can improve. Absolutely. And, it, and, 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 you know, I think it's, it's a, good thing that they're focused right for a long time we've talked about this is what's the focus is it getting odi status is it are you going to really achieve test status and is that really a focus do we want to just try and qualify for every single world cup possible and i think the u.s has, has said listen we're focused on t20 cricket that's where the money is that's what we're targeting that's where the fans are yeah. And if we can achieve that, everything else will follow. So that's our number one priority, and I think they're going about it the right way with that said. 
talking about T20 cricket and how big of a focus is fan share, I got, I got to give out a shout out to, you know, a local kid, Ansh Patel from the Toronto Cricket Skate, not this Cricket Skating Curling Club, but the Toronto Cricket Academy, uh, Mr. Brian Hale's Academy, getting drafted by the Punjab Kings uh, in the IPL auction. And, you know, my phone was buzzing with all the TCA kids because they were just so proud of this man. Yeah, it's uh it's a huge feat, I think, for him. And, you know, we'll, we'll get him on, actually. Um, I know him a bit, so, like, we'll get him on so he can share his story. But, uh, you know, in a nutshell, like, his dad and his family made a huge uh, sacrifice to, to send him out and take him out to India at a young age. And, and obviously, uh, with what has happened in the last few days and him being selected in the IPL auction, that's basically paid off right there. I think that sacrifice and... And, and taking that kind of risk to do that is unbelievable. Um, and he's obviously come to the, to the party and, and, and sort of repaid his family and um, with hard work. Like I know that's basically all I know about that kid is how hard he works. And he's been involved in, in many of the camps. I think last year he was with Mumbai um, as a net bowler. Yeah. Um, Rohit Sharma is on a, there's a documentary Rohit Sharma is on and he's talking about Anch as well uh, being a, a good bowler. And so they used him for that. And yeah, just like, super proud of him and, 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 and just the TCA sort of family who, who I'm very close with, of course. Um, and yeah, just like another guy coming out of there with, with, uh, you know, super skills, super talent. And, and you know what it is with TCA and, and it's just like, they have all the ingredients, right? They have all the little ingredients that, that Mr. Hale sort of instilled in them from a young age. Um, most of it is around being really mentally tough and physically tough. And I think, that mixed in with their cricket skills, um, especially with Anch, uh, I think he's taking that and has taken that to where he is. And, and now he's part of the Punjab Kings 11. And, uh, you know, you'd expect him to be one of the, the mainstays in the next, I'd say, two to three years. He's, he's, he's bowling and he's, uh, he's going to be, a, you know, a, a primary figure in the, in the IPL. Absolutely. And I think it comes back to the fact, Harbi touched on this a little bit, is... You know, there's so many of these kids that don't get selected for India under 19s, that don't get selected in for any maybe any of these tours, but they still have the ability, and the IPL gives them that option, just like uh, a major league cricket is going to give kids an option to now have an opportunity to play professional cricket. And you're not just going to then become a lawyer, doctor, or engineer. You now have another way out. And Unch is a prime example of that, right? Didn't play for Canada under 19, didn't play for India under 19, but is on an IPL contract. And you can't take that away from him. Um, so is he still under 19? I think so, yeah. I think he's like 17 or 18, isn't he? Yeah, so then he didn't make the India. I mean, he looks like he's 12. If you ever see a picture of yeah, Unch Patel, oh yeah, he no. looks like he's 12. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if... Um... I guess he just didn't make the under-19 team, um, but obviously got in when a lot, of, a lot of the other guys didn't, right? So, I mean, I, I can see you're doing your research there in the background, so I can't yeah, wait Yeah, he was born in 2003. So, yeah. how, <laughs> how old does that make you feel? Um, oh, man. <laughs> so, moving on from Unch, also just really quickly, a big shout-out to Sheldon Jackson as well. I know, you know, he yeah. talked about it on what he was on the pod that – you know, he might just he might only have a few years left and really giving this a good go and uh, good to see him get selected again for the Kolkata Knight Riders. Yep. 
But in keeping that thought of under-19 cricket, we've obviously just come out of the under-19 World Cup, and it was a major focus for us for our first two episodes, getting back into the swing of things with Anoop and now and Harmeet Singh last week. But the question remains is, now that the World Cup is done, a lot of these kids now are past under-19 cricket. What's next? How do they continue the momentum, the upward momentum of some of the guys that put in good performances, the likes of Anoop, Mihir, uh, Paramvir Karud, uh, Kar, uh, um, Karav Sharma. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do the, you pick up the momentum? How does it, Cricket Canada ensure that they don't fall by the wayside? I know what it is for U.S. cricket because, you know, although they're under-19s, they didn't make it. They have them in a system and, and you know, major league, major league cricket and minor league cricket. But what does that mean for Cricket Canada and these young kids? Oh, man, it's such a sensitive topic for me. Um, you know, over the last few years, I've definitely been trying to um i guess provoke some thought um uh, you know light a fire a little bit under under cricket canada as to you know that that program i feel like as important as under 19 under 17 under 15 and academies and all that stuff is there's nothing more important than that under 23 phase where like you said you know you might not make the under 19 team but then all of a sudden in two years you have hit the gym you've hit the weights you've managed to figure out something in your technique you've managed to get stronger fingers as a spinner and all of a sudden now you're you're going hey like you know what's the what's the deal for me like am i you know where am i and and how do i continue to improve and develop within a, a proper system and setup so you know it's it's a matter of 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 really prioritizing that program. I think uh, if Canada cricket can prioritize that program, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of accessibility. Like I've kind of put the academies that I'm doing in, in Toronto, like, you know, you send out one thing, uh, one uh, social media post about, you know, a high performance Academy going on for, for under 25s. Uh, and, you know, I had a hundred guys message me in, in, in a matter of literally one day. So the interest is there, the passion is there, the talent, like, fuck, the talent is definitely there. Um, and it just has to be nurtured. And, and, you know, there's a lot of guys who I can think of, um, you know, present company included, <laughs> who can really make a difference, uh, you know, with that, with, with our time. And, um, you know, I really want to see that program uh, establish, you know, and, and again, it's, kind of who's going to run it, who's going to do it, but uh, it, it has to be a priority because it is important. And, you know, it's, it kind of ties into a little bit of the infrastructure part, right? Like what is the pathway, right? What is the plan? What is the vision? Um, those things have to be down in writing on paper. You got to be able to see that plan and follow suit with that plan. So I think, you know, bringing in a, a, a high quality system um, with that vision, with that plan, um, all the way from, you know, cricket skills, batting coach, bowling coach, strength and conditioning, for sure. I think that's the most important thing right now in North America for as per cricket is strength and conditioning. I'm not just saying that because I'm a strength and conditioning coach. <laughs> I, I, there's I, no I, bias. I, there's no bias in that statement whatsoever. None, none whatsoever, because like I've I've always, you know, had a little soft spot for cricket and, and Canada in particular. And, and it's what I do. So I'm always going to be playing that role when I'm when I'm home in Canada and will continue to do that. Um, camp starts in April, by the way, I'm there for five weeks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> when but, you're not playing uh, golf no, in your uncle's, uh, in your uncle's backyard. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> golf, like, listen, golf is my sport. I don't know how much more cricket I'm going to play, uh, but I can definitely play a role in, uh, in, in, in improving. And, and I like the development stage, man. I'm doing yeah. some of that work in the U S and it's, 
it's where you can make a difference. Well, I think if you look back at the numbers, I, I mean, going back as far as 1998 and the amount of cricketers that were under 19, um, I mean, they might be too old now. Sorry, Zoobs and, and Ash and those folks. But look at the amount of cricketers that are still playing cricket, not playing for Canada, but just let alone playing cricket. Yes. 80 to 90% of them, I can guarantee you, are no longer playing cricket. And that's huge because you've spent so much time, effort, and money on building them, getting to a World Cup, and then you let them fall by the wayside. That's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it is I take my example of having a severe back injury, right? And now having no program in place to, to recover from that and get back to, to top tier. And having to prioritize other things like work, family, etc. And having nobody there to support you from, hey, this is the program that you need to do over the next year to get back to full fitness and you're going to be just fine. And having to sort that out yourself, that leads to a, a lot of other issues down the road as well. So all that in mind, I really hope there's a program in place. I haven't heard of it, but I really hope. And maybe this this eSports thing uh, might uh, might put some money down for, for some of these kids and, and hopefully get them give them a way back uh, into the system. Yeah, that, I mean, that would be fantastic. And another like thing with these kids is like, yeah, under 19 is done. And then it's like, okay, studies now, you know, like university has got to get going and I got to figure out my life. And, and that's one thing, which is fair, 100%. Other one is, you know, I have this injury, like I have this niggle, like in my shoulder, most of the time it's rotator cuff or hip related. Uh, most of the hip related injuries are, are back, right? Oh, my back, my back. They don't realize that it's, it's the hip uh, and, the, and this, the lack of stability in the hip, whatever. Same thing with rotator cuff. You know, you've kind of just crushed your rotator cuff over the years and not taking care of it because you don't know. So now it's like, okay, is there, you know, who, how, how do I, what do I do to fix this problem? Where do I go to fix this problem? Um, you know, and unfortunately in Canada and, and, you know, yes, our healthcare is free, but you know, you go to those physiotherapists that we have in Canada, for the most part, you're going into a very generic place where it's so sad, man. It's really sad. Like for 10, 15 minutes of your 25 minute session, they're putting like a heat pad on you. And then the other five, 10 minutes, they're talking to you about this and that. And, you know, it just, I just, that, that whole system is just so unfair for a lot of athletes man yeah but you think about that physio isn't even covered under universal health care right so you still you you, you hope still you, have to pay and you hope your, your parents, parents have some benefits and, and you better hope that they have good insurance because it's you know yeah. up to a certain amount and only 80 to 90 percent might be covered and you're still paying out of pocket um right. you know luckily some point, universities have insurance and that's where i was lucky that yeah, my yeah. that my university had insurance i was able to find you know, Dr. Giovanni Perry uh, from Korea oh. Canada and said, hey, yo, work with me because I need to get back to fitness. But that fell off too. So there's so many yeah. things that could have happened that just haven't happened for so long. And and there's no better time than now. You know, you always say this, don't start tomorrow, start today. There is no better time than now to figure this out and make it work because we got a fresh batch of under 19 kids that performed well or decent enough uh, and we can make something work. Yeah, and that's like, to my point, like, you got the sponsorship money, you're trying to prioritize your money. Like how hard is it to, to have a, a Canada cricket or you like a, a physio, right? Who's like, this is the physio. So like yeah. you have your, your, you have a women's team, you have a men's team, you have a junior team. One of them has an injury. This is the guy go and see him. Okay. This is the guy who's going to sort of let you know what's going on. What are the next steps? Do you need to go for an MRI? Do you need to go for ultrasound? Is it just physical therapy that you need? Well, okay, next step, here's the strength and conditioning guy. 
who's going to carry you through um, to, to, to strengthen this particular injury. And, and, and the, they work together. That's how it works with all sports teams, amateur and pro. So it's like kind of, you know, those simple little things are, are, are very overlooked. And hopefully this esports uh, sponsorship has a little money where they can spend it properly. I, went, I wonder if, on, like, I wonder how much money they got. How much, I wonder how much money they got or all the backlash that Cricket Canada has gotten over the years of not being able to found a sponsor. I wonder if they paid, if Cricket Canada paid them to be like, can we please use your logo? Uh, we need to get rid of some of this backlash. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think uh, from what I'm seeing, uh, you know, Cricket Canada is on the right path now. They've, they've definitely got uh, the professionalism going. I I still feel that, you know, the, the old, like, the COVID excuse is just killing me. Like <laughs> if, if, if they, if they continue to use that as an excuse and all the, 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 the commercials there that they're doing, which shout out to Jimmy and the, and the social media team, like there's a lot of exposure there, but like, man, if you're using COVID as an excuse for not being fit and ready to go, like, uh, you know, it, it can't be like it. Players have to have that individual um, responsibility because they know they've been with Cricket Canada for a long time there isn't going to be any programs in place for the most part. Like if you're not, if you're not getting fit, if you're not really prioritizing your, your fitness, your strength and conditioning as an athlete, then like, what are you doing? And, and, and to my next point, cause I get this, these questions all the time and I see the guys going all the time. Like if you're going to the gym and you play cricket or you're an athlete and you're going to the gym and you're doing like chest day and like chest day again and like leg day and stuff like that, like, you're, you're actually getting it wrong. Um, you know, yes. Okay. You're doing something and you're, you're strengthening and you're building muscle, but there are really specific things that, um, that cricketers should be, should be doing and, and in programs that they should be following. And, and there are outlets out there again, uh, not here to, to, to boost my own tires or profile, but I do have that soft spot and, and I do want to help guys. And a lot of people are reaching out to me now. Um, and it's great. Like I, I, I want to be able to tell you what to do, um, you know, I won't tell you how to do it as, <laughs> per se, uh, but I'll definitely tell you that, uh, you know, going in there and, and just, you know, doing the wrong things and uh, is just kind of going to be detrimental. And uh, cricket is a very demanding sport. It's an overhead sport. Um, it, you know, it's an anterior dominant sport. So without going into too much of it, you know, I really hope that guys who are whoever's listening here can can just evaluate sort of what they're doing and what they're not doing and, and maybe come to a better plan and, and, and look to form a better plan. And that goes all the way up from like the guys in the national team, the top players all the way down to someone who's, who's about 15 and goes, Hey, I'm not that bad. I'm better than most of my guys, my age. What can I do to go to the next level? What can I, what can I do? That's going to give me an advantage here. And, and, and has everything to do with, with, with strength uh, and conditioning period. And I think one of the things that you just said there is, you know, yes, there are programs, yes, you can play, pay a personal trainer, but a lot of us don't have the means to do so. And all you need to do is get a start. Go on YouTube. You have your free class that you do as well, right? So you've got your free class um, that you do, but just get a start, right? But I'm saying like if, for example, you want to just know where to start, there's so many places, Instagram, social uh you know youtube tiktok even get a start find something and then 
once you've gotten a start, then you're going to get the itch for it. And then you can go into the more advanced levels, right? So find a way to get there, find a way to get done. And, you know, my co-host on the podcast has got so much great material that he doesn't uh, ever talk about, really, uh, but wants to let you know all about his great material and then follow him on social media because it's all there as well. So uh, with that, Shades, let's we're coming to the end of this. Anything, anything, any last words before we wrap up? No, I think, um, you know, just to, just to kind of recap things, I think there's a lot of exciting things coming up for the world of cricket. Um, one is obviously Canada's uh, World Cup qualifier starts on the 18th of Feb. So that's basically in a day or two here as we, as this comes out, I think it'll already have started. So please like support the guys. I think, you know, that all that online banter and stuff is fair, man. Like if you can't take online banter as an adult athlete, again, you're, you're, you're doing the wrong thing. So if you're focused on, you know, the negative stuff, Hey, there's going to be negative. There's going to be positive. That's how it is. Like when you go out in the middle to play this game, there's pressure coming from all angles of your life. So, you know, I, I, I feel like that's fair game and that should be something that they can expect. And on the other side, uh, you know, the IPL is, is definitely coming in hot, um, after that as well. And, and then of course, uh, here in the U S everyone's kind of gearing up for, for a minor league and, and, and club cricket to begin. So, uh, I think, you know, we're coming down to the last few weeks of, of this miserable weather, um, you know, darkness. And, and I think it's March 18th where the, the time changes. So you'll get a little bit more, uh, light and bright, um, coming into your evenings there. And I think that's when moods start to change. And the last thing I want to say is, you know, we've all, struggled with this COVID thing, man. And, and you can have your opinion on vax, unvax, you can have your opinion on everything whatsoever, but like stop talking about it and let's start moving on and progressing and let's start to help local businesses, local business owners, people who have been struggling that, you know, like, like, you know, like it takes nothing to go and just help them a little bit, support them a little bit, you know, like their their post um, comment on their post tag them, you know, it's like about coming together as a community and like cricket is a community. Like I'm here in the U S pumping out, you know, positive vibes to, to the community here, but also very tied and very true to my, my Canadian roots and to all my guys there as well. So like there are people to help you and, and, you know, like we'll continue to support as a, as a podcast and, and just kind of talk about things that are, uh, positive and negative because that's that's what life is man that's how it is so like stop you know this this the pity party stuff and, and all that and it's time to really you know get your boots on and, and and get back to work and build yourself up that's what i gotta say well well said shades um last couple of things for me is i saw matthew spores picture on uh, the cricket Canada social media today it looked like he had just heard ravinder paul singing bunga right behind him he was that shocked in that picture um but first games against the philippines so hopefully as <laughs> shady nearly just spit out his drink uh, first games against the philippines on on friday february 18th at 1 a.m so good luck to the canadian boys they're in the they're in the they're in the <laughs> There's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on. You got to do your research. But with that, folks, thank you once again. Uh, Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on social media, at Dropped Again, at Twitter, on at Dropped underscore again, and on YouTube, at Dropped, at the Dropped Again podcast. Uh, And with that, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Adios. Peace.